How much more are they? But yeah, when when I've they're That's like cool. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'll text it to you. I'm busy in the closet, please. You are interrupting my closet time. Is that Erica? Um yeah. <laughs> where teachers rethink student engagement with Jamie Halsey, Fabian Hoffman, and Scott Kazarian. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Rebel Teacher Alliance, brought to you from Fabian's Closet. We're very excited yeah. to be here today. <laughs> uh, over, over the years, we have recorded in a lot of places, classrooms, mm. and I think this isn't yeah. the first time you've been in the closet Having no, to kind of actually, yeah, no. Put yourself. This is not the weirdest closet I've been in. Let's put it this way. Now, oh. I, if you go to the rebelteacheralliance.com website, you will see Jamie's background, which always looks fantastic. She has she wins yeah. out of the three of us for like decor and mm. yeah. Um, yeah. product placement. She will not buy any do, sponsors except for yes. yeah. She, Every time we have a guest, mm-hmm. it's always the book is in the background, and she's just like, oh. Oh, oh what? was that this what? old thing? This thing? That was yeah. in the oh. oh stop it. That's true. This What's there now? Fully there. engaged yeah. in the yeah. giraffe wearing a top hat and glasses. So there you go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's those are our sponsors today. Uh all right. <laughs> <laughs> well especially the giraffe. Love, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Fabian, speaking of looks, uh you look a little different yeah. today and I do. Uh, typically I would um, use that as a zing, but it just no, it's no. not a zing today. Um I decided to shave my beard. And yeah, I don't because recognize I do you en- anymore. Yeah, I do enjoy uh, the the ridicule of twelve year olds in my last week of school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so for the first thing, which was cute, was my son, my my three and three and a half year old. He's like, he looks at me and he's like, "Why did you Why did you get a new face?" <laughs> which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I go to work, and then of course, like you look so much younger. Or the other one is like you looked better with the beard. Like as if I was asking yeah. for their yeah. input. They they just like don't hold back. They they just make your life. Mr. Kaz, your better. hair it's getting less. Yeah. I was like, thanks. Exactly. Appreciate like, the updates. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a haircut? No. Nope. I don't. Just My falls hair out just like falls that. out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just so funny that but the, it's just it's just i think what it is it's not they they don't mean it in a bad way right it's like they they know you and they like you and they want to like comment and sometimes it just comes out as like an insult um but they don't know that it's an insult well this so leads me actually to our next our next segment yeah. that i would like to call generic vent session about students by fabian hoffman um <laughs> fabian you you got to get some insert hypothetical insert situations that may or may not exist yeah well, characters likeness you're this, yeah. in your last week right yeah it's like it's, what, are, uh, what do you what, what's what the disclaimer like characters in this movie do not reflect anybody in real life or i'm not gonna name yeah. names yeah. <laughs> but no um it's yeah it's the last week of school and it's stressful, as we all know, and it is especially stressful because what I'm and it's not smart on my part. And next year I should just not do it, but I do it every year, and I tell myself every year 
don't do that again. <laughs> um, I always have my my last summative due literally on Wednesday before school ends. Hey, because, you shouldn't do that. Um, I don't. No, I. Yep. Well, the thing is, I don't need to grade it, so it's a pretty quick turnaround because my students grade themselves, right? So it's like I don't need to sit there and read everything and like double check and give feedback because I've I've doing I've been doing that beforehand. So in the end when they just give me their rubric, I know exactly like what their what their thing is. But getting students to write an essay or record a podcast within five days is stressful. Yeah. And that, that's what I can say. It's it's stressful. Hypothetically. Because it's more it's more about like I'm literally trying to, to corral, like, herding cats. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Like, getting them to work and realize that, oh, you cannot turn that in after Wednesday because then I have to input grades and stuff. They, they just, it's, it's really hard for them. And then I, I waste so much time and energy on students who have not turned in anything all year or all semester that I'm trying, desperately trying to get them to work and it's just not working because they just don't care. Have you guys ever seen and that so commercial just... about herding cats? No. Oh, it was a fantastic one. I'll send it to you. Maybe I'll put it on Twitter yeah. or something. It was fantastic. But it's like, it's, and that's, that's really frustrating when you're, when you put all the energy that you still have into that and then nothing comes out of it. It's, yeah, yeah I, I'm just exhausted. Well, I'm you can't, exhausted. I mean, there's only so much you can make a student do. You know, yeah. they have to they have to meet you halfway. So Speaking yeah. of hypothetical situations that drive us bonkers, I think mm. what hypothetically drives me the worst is that other teachers are like handing out candy and watching movies yeah. while you're trying to actually get stuff done. So actually yeah. the fight for me felt like I'm I'm fighting against teachers who have already thrown in the towel because yeah. the students are like, Wait, why are you making me do work when my four other teachers today didn't make me do anything. That drives yeah. me hypothetically bonkers. Hypothetically, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's that's that's just exhausting and I I just should not care, but I care too much. And that's the issue. What's your greatest um, weakness? I care too much. I care too yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> um but on the other hand, there's a good chunk of students who are really on it and they're turning it in and they're creating some amazing stuff. Um, in these last few days, um, they, they really want to do it. They're, they're learning how to create podcasts if they've never done it, even though I said, if you've never done this before, it's going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to challenge themselves. So it's like, I have both sides. Yeah. But the frustrating I part. Them, I told them they just didn't listen. Yeah. Yep. But they, they are on it, right? They, they, they might have like stuff is exploding around them and they're just like getting right back in there and they just keep on going and they're doing it. And that's, that's cool to see. And that's, like that's what makes it worth it when when you have kids like that too. But darn, those kids are frustrating. What percentage of this hypothetical classroom are you struggling with versus taking care of business? Are we talking like ten percent? It's probably like maybe a handful of students that I really worry about a out of that's like a hundred. Percentage, you know. Yeah. So it's like five percent. <laughs> okay. You know. All right. So I, right, I we always see those right, and it always yeah. becomes. But then well, especially because you put so much time and you. energy into them, right? Yeah. And if my math's correct, 95% like, is a good percentage of... Yeah, yeah, you're good with yeah. your math. And then and then you sit down and then you, you check with a student that you've checked in multiple times and they were pretending to work. And then you're like, so show me what you got. And it's literally 
Just did keeping. you just stare at your paper for five minutes? What have you been doing? Yeah, what did what is yeah. what is happening? Yeah. So I I did try to make it easier on them because they asked me to. Um, they asked for a checklist, like an actual checklist. So I made a nice big checklist with like actual dates on there so they know exactly by this date they need to be done here and i think that helped a lot for like the hustle that we needed to to bring um udl buddy that's udl right there you know um yeah i had heard and this might be something scott you could speak on too that a good way to do for your kids that really struggle especially if they have attention issues is to take that checklist and then put each one on it like a task card and there you hand them the task card and say do this thing now and then Mm. they turn that in and then you give them the next task card now that's a lot that's a lot of work on your part but if you have like a set of task cards you know like i don't know a couple sets you know let's say five percent of your class you make this little set and you chunk it for them where they're not really looking at the whole thing and you're just handing them a physical thing you know just like to keep in the back of your mind um yeah that might be uh, yeah you're right it could it could be that for some of them it's literally like they're overwhelmed looking at a checklist Mm -hmm. and they see like oh i only have one day to write an introduction only one day to write my main part and only one day my conclusion it could be easy enough to do that thing you do with the qr code except more just uh what's that called like just in order right where they have they go up they grab the one when they're done with it, they put it back. They grab the two, and then they mm, yeah. they could actively go get each one of those two and just be task cards. There's something about the physicality yeah. of a task card. Yeah, I was at first I was thinking of creating like a a leaderboard, like mm. where like that I project, and then they come up and they check it off. But oh, yeah, you've done I that didn't before. Wanna, that was a good one. I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't want to overwhelm them with like they they need to like get up and do things like uh, because that has backfired on me too like for QR break-ins it works really well but for stuff like that it does not work as well not if you have to have like an end product I think with all the parts to it it could backfire because you're you're gonna have kids who are like well I'm never gonna make it to the top so I might as well give up exactly well in fear of asking you another question and having you say some more words how are you ending your game because you're like right there you're so I am right there so Tomorrow, um, so everything is done. They have some students, some stragglers that are working at home and turning stuff in tomorrow. Um, but there's no more class time for any of this uh, because tomorrow we are uh, we will feel the wrath of Darth Vader. Nice. Um, he will he will kidnap all the Ooh, all the heroes kidnap. that that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, that I stole this from from Jamie. Uh, Darth Vader's welcome. Revenge. Sounds familiar. Uh, BB-8, BB- Admiral Akbar, Han Solo, Obi-Wan, and Luke Skywalker. So just it doesn't make go any back sense two whatsoever. episodes and still understand yeah. exactly what you're doing? Yeah, so, um, n- no. She, she, she totally revamped it. <laughs> oh, okay. From, now it's all new again. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're just mini stations, um, mini bosses. They need to defeat the, the stormtroopers, basically, to, to free those. And then once they do, they take off in the Millennium Falcon and they flee. They just have to avoid Vader because they're still not strong enough to to face him. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. Um, I, I really like this one and it's pretty quick. And usually they get it done. And on Friday... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we're also doing um, awards. So I have some some classroom awards. We also give them IB learner profile awards, which is like the school-wide thing. 
but I do classroom awards um, for history. Like one of them is like the the master historian, and another one is the grub guardian because she would always give uh, other students like uh, an iced tea or food or whatever. <laughs> so um, just anything that stood out to me, and I had so many that I could do, but I only. I settled on nine because otherwise I'd be up there like just telling stories the whole time. Is this in um, front of all of the like the grade level so, that you're handing yeah, out? So like everybody, the, the everybody does it. Like oh, all okay. the six teachers that they had or have um, do it. And everybody has their uh, like there is the official part, which is the IB stuff. And then every teacher does their own classroom one. So do you all agree on the um, same number of kids? So like you have nine. Is everybody doing nine? No, it's it's random. Like, yeah. What if the grub guardian gets 12, an award like, in every class? Well, you know, it's like we we have a list, but sometimes uh, so we have a list of where we put like all the kids that are getting re- uh, awards from us. But you know, sometimes you just want to give somebody the grub guardian award. <laughs> yeah. <Why not? laughs> sometimes they earn it. And if she gets two, if she gets one in math for doing math, like whatever. That's fine. Um, and then, yeah, Friday, I'm going to do a, a final, final, final thing. Um, probably like a minute to win it kind of a thing. Or Oh, did you see that um, thing that somebody posted on uh Yeah, that Twitter? was Sean Moriarty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so either one of that or just if I'm too lazy because I just don't have enough time, I might just do like an axe throwing and then call it a day, whoever wins that. Okay, so what I heard is you're doing an axe throwing, and that's what I heard. Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. And then medal ceremony, they get the medal that I 3D printed, and Star Wars and gift that's card. That's it, and, and then you can start your summer. And that's it. Star Wars yep. gift card? Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks, really? The winner gets yeah. a Starbucks gift card? Well, because usually at this point, I have like two or three gift cards that I get from students, and then I just pass it on. Oh. I put those in so, my app you know, and I buy, you know, frappuccinos. No, I I, just buy I do coffee, that but. too, but you know, it's sometimes you just want to donate a card to them. Yeah, wow, because you're a nice person. Well, maybe one day I'll have that feeling, but not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jamie, you <laughs> so that's and, me. You and I are are kind of we're we're, we're looking beyond 2022, 2023. We we're are. looking to 2023, 2024. Wow, that's I a am. Mouthful. I'm frankly still recovering. Yeah. Um, I think among uh, our conversations on Marco Polo, I talked about cocooning and how, you know, all we can do really at the end when all is said and done is to just wrap ourselves in a blanket and couch. I did want to respond to that, Marco, asking, will we be moths or butterflies? Because I prefer. You know, it depends because I'm kind of a night owl. So I would say I'm a moth. I might be a moth. Mm -hmm. And there are some really cool looking moths. There really are. And you know, I don't even have to be a cool looking moth. I could just be an old, gray, funky looking moth and I'd be happy. (laughs) Um, But I feel like I have not yet emerged completely out of the cocoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so when that happens, then I'll be more bright eyed and bushy tailed, I would think. But what are you, you're already yeah. kind of thinking a little bit because next year is I a combo do. class. You got this thing. Yeah. So like I have a, a new thing. venture almost. A new venture. So I was going to be transitioning to fifth grade, but now it's turning into a fourth and fifth grade split class or combo class. So I will have 15 fourth graders and 15 fifth graders in my class. Uh, teaching all the subjects and so i'm starting to wrap my brain around that because i know fourth grade standards very well i don't know fifth grade standards at all because i have not taught fifth grade since my second Mm. year of teaching so it's been a few decades Um, so i have a question about that so you 
you are those going to be kids that you had this year? Do you know no. who you're getting? Or um, no? Yeah, okay. I do actually know kind of my class um, that I'm going to be getting at least the, the fifth grade side because when we made the yeah. classes, we were able to select kids that we thought would be good in a combo class. Um, mm, so basically okay. the considerations for that is just students that can work independently. Um, they don't mm -hmm. have to be particularly, you know, high level or anything. They just need to be able to work on their own and kind of get things done. Um, yeah. But I, I asked if I could not have any of my previous students because uh, given I do a gamified class, I don't really want to have to remake my game. And no, I yeah. want to give students an, an, a different experience. So I would feel obligated to do that. So luckily, yeah. I was accommodated. And there were enough students. I mean, there's plenty of students in my grade level to be able to not have any yeah. repeats. But the kids all asked okay. me because I told them I was doing that. They're like, are we going to get you again? I'm like, nope. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, there are some hypothetical yeah. <laughs> kids you hypothetically don't want back to, I think. I mean, there's a little bit of that, but I really feel I value that students should be able to work with different teachers, have different yep. experiences, you know. So, you know, I, I think they need to move on and have, you know, a different experience with a different teacher. Yeah, you want to move on. Yeah, that's it. That's well, good. I mean, you know, but don't you think there's some validity in that? Uh, right? Yes, we would yes, never disagree but, with you, but, Jamie. We, yes, I, but I do, I do remember it was very, it was fun. Because I had good relationships with students mm -hmm. when I was teaching German that I was looping with them and yeah. I kind of track like how they were doing throughout the three years that I spent with them. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. And, and I had good relationships with them. I got to know them really well and I, I knew how to push them and all that. But I do not miss it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But it's it's cool if you, if you can do that. I think Candice Healing, she um, in Canada, she like the school that she is at, she loops with them like two or three years i think too oh, really? i don't know if you remember yeah well i have um, students so, for two years so and then yeah. i'm moving from sixth grade to seventh grade this year for advisory for like homeroom mm -hmm. so I actually yeah. like really don't want any of my sixth graders i had last year again for the same reason yeah. the videos the kind of group projects we do I, it'll just feel like oh yeah we already did all this i would feel obligated you're right jamie to like revamp it and i think it works really well so i don't want to revamp it <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm glad i don't have to do it anymore because otherwise i would have to have three games going <laughs> I well i always mind. feel like i probably would change themes yeah just because you know i'm still fleshing out the other theme and i just don't yeah. know that i could really have two distinct things so yeah. i think i would just pitch it and well that's what i wanted to talk about today so maybe we could dive into that is that okay Mm -hmm. Too bad. I'm doing it anyway. So I've been we reading said, this. We said yes. So there's we this great yes. book uh, that I've been reading. It's really great. What Some of you might called? have heard of it before. Uh, it's called Explore Like a Pirate, uh, fondly oh, known I've by me. I know. Yeah. Uh, a guy named Michael Matera. I know. Ooh, Crazy. Uh, fondly known by me as Xplap. I feel like I, I like called dibs yeah, on that. Yeah, you coined that phrase. Yes, uh, you did. I coined the phrase. There you go. And uh, so... Uh, I had lots of wrestling tournaments the last couple of weekends with my kids, and so I brought a book because I know there's just a lot of downtime, and I'm running tables, and there's just downtime. So I'm reading through it uh, because I had this unique experience with you guys, and especially Fabian, to like get eyewitness to the book before I even mm -hmm. touched the book. 
And yeah, so it's like I'm you're going reverse engineering it, right? So this isn't the first time I've been in it. Yes. Mm. This isn't the first time I've been in the book, but like you said, Jamie, I do feel this obligation having students for two years to have like a second theme, a second mm-hmm. storyline to my game. And so I went back through yeah. and I was like, okay, well, I'm clearly going to do space because I spent so much time on that thing covering up all the windows. And then, so for those that are listening that are like new, maybe newer to even gamifying, um, the theme is like the space or like where it's going to take place. But the setting is like what's actually happening. I think he explains it like the setting, the theme is like the ocean and the setting is like a pirate ship, right? Like, so where is it taking place? And it's like, oh man, I'm having some really good conversations with my own kids who are all that age range 9 11 13 and 15 and being like oh who should my characters be um like what kind of characters are my heroes and how are the how are my own students gonna play into that and mm-hmm. uh what act like the there's like an action and conflict side so like as you're thinking about your guys's games do you guys go backward and like try to tweak some of that from year to year or do you just kind of keep it the way it is jamie you're probably thinking more tweaking i tweak a lot i tweak the storyline quite a bit every year i refine it um and my storyline was just not really it didn't exist the first couple of years it was just like we would just meet all these random kind of star wars characters and star wars settings and it was just kind of thrown together and then as i've developed my game I would have kind of these vignettes within my theme. So we'll have like a bounty hunter kind of vignette. Um, we'll have a, uh, there's like a whole Chewbacca rescue in Kashyyyk. That we yeah, exactly. And then, then like at the beginning of the year, they meet Yoda. They, there's like a journey to go meet him. So um, I that's one of the things that I plan on tweaking this summer is really having three distinct storylines because we have three mm-hmm. trimesters. And I really want yeah. to kind of fine tune that um, and build that out. This was the first year I put a story in mm-hmm. of actual action because my first year was fabian and then covid and like on computers Mm -hmm. and then i finally could like be in the classroom so this is i just finished my second year of actual in class and so my second year i did a story but i made the mistake of making it one super long over the course of the whole year and Mm -hmm. that's the theme but i also made the story that long too and i went oh i think that's one of the things i want to tweak is smaller yeah. missions within the story because it was it was like oh we got to the blue crystal and they're like yay we got to the blue crystal mm-hmm. like <laughs> that was like six months ago that we talked about that yeah yeah you just need like, to yeah, tighten I, it up a little bit yes a lot bit mm-hmm. yeah i need to also tighten things up i i kind of i i went away from my my storyline keeps changing and twisting and turning and i throw things in and then i take things out and kind of now it's just a total hodgepodge Mm -hmm. so i need to clean that up but um what i noticed was that with the help of um uh what is it dolly or canva it makes it really easy to just quickly have like an image of han solo or chewbacca whatever that you need them to be like I had I, I threw in like a storyline where 
um, Han Solo was stuck in a tree on Kashyyyk and there were Wookiees like trying to get him or whatever. And I just like typed in Han Solo in a tree and then I had a picture and then I had, you know, it's like all of these things you can do now that just help with the storyline and make it a lot easier um, to actually implement so you don't have to like scour the internet forever to find like the perfect picture. You don't have to pick a picture and then make the story based on it. You can yeah. make the story and then the picture yeah. can be imagined by AI. Way to go, exactly. AI. Thank you, AI. This yeah. is also brought to yeah. you by well, AI. Well, you can you. also ask it <laughs> if you're um, to, to give you three different storylines within a theme. So you could say, yeah. oh, I, I never need... Thought about that. Yeah, I need uh, three three potential storylines within, you know, the space theme. And maybe you get a little bit more specific, like you want, you know, like a, a story that has like aliens, a rescue, and some sort of resource collecting. And you yes. kind of tell it. Mm-hmm. And then kind of from there, you can branch off and then get very specific with it. So Smart. like And yeah. for... For the Star Wars theme, what works really well is, like, for mine, students travel from planet to planet. So each unit is a planet. And so every time we start a new unit, there's a crawl. And so they they see, like, what, what just happened as we left the planet. Um, there's, like, it, it recaps it a little bit. And then what 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 are we expecting to happen uh, on whatever, Kashyyyk or, or Mustafar or whatever. Um, and so it kind of, like, compresses each unit and, like, ends that unit for them so that there are like these distinct chapters um, which might be an idea for you too when you do a, a full year game to have like episodes or chapters yes. or whatever i think i'm just gonna call them like missions because of space but yes yeah or just mission yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um That's so cool. would you say so as i'm trying to think about this and i hope this helps other people who are listening to not just myself but i'm trying to think of unifying uh, moments within my two stories. So this year they were, they were like when we started the game, they had already recovered the Emerald of Knowledge and it was like a big deal and we celebrated and they're like, wow, we already did something. And then by day two or three, it had been shattered and scattered across the earth and they'd go through these portals to go find these three crystals, unite them together. And once they unite yeah. them together, the Emerald of Knowledge is back and all of history is not lost anymore. That's like, that's it, right? So I'm like, okay, so I want to do almost like a new theme, but I want it to have a unifying source. Like, uh, I don't know if I like tie in similar characters. Like, what would be, what what unifies each of your smaller sections into the larger whole for you guys? Does that make sense? Yeah. I would say probably the unifying character would be, number one, we have Yoda on one side who's narrating. And we have Darth Vader at the end. Yeah. So I would say that would be the three. Yoda narrates the whole story. The whole time. He's with them the whole time. So whenever there's a boss, he comes on and introduces like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what you need to do. Um, And then he comes on and then talks to the kids throughout the year. So maybe you could think about it in terms of a narrator. Yeah, almost like what Moriarty's doing. Sean Moriarty is doing with his uh, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. that narration of what's happening. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could have like, have you ever watched the the what ifs, the Marvel yes. what ifs? So some somebody like that, like the the narrator of those stories, like the Eternal. Is, he's like the the Watcher. Oh, the Watcher. The Watcher. Right. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, to have a character like that, yeah, um, 
who since you're not doing a specific theme like yeah. a specific like ip yeah um you could just create one just have dolly or whatever create or like a weird you can character pull, like a marvel or, character or just pull DC, yeah just combine marvel wars. and, and star like wars and when from everywhere. guardians of the galaxy mm -hmm. yep yeah yeah yep. and you could like um that. another thing is you could have like these portals or like alternate universes Multiverse? <laughs> the multiverse, Damn. right? So you could yeah. go there and have this multiverse thing and you could bring in all kinds of characters from all over the place and just stick them in a space environment. Who really cares? Buck if Rogers, it Flash yeah, Gordon. Totally. I think what I'd like things. to do is have my sixth graders this year that are going to be seventh graders. I'd like that theme to have the two themes for the two years to be have some sort of continuity that goes across both. So that my sixth graders this coming year who have space as their first theme can jump into the second one, which was just my general portal crystal history on their one, and feel like there's still that continuity. So I think I mean, I'm going to have to do have, it have, do you, did you with have characters a lot of Indiana, themselves. Indiana Jones in there? Did he ever narrate I, you know, anything? I, I had that as kind of the idea so that they could wrap their heads around what we were doing. So I have like that giant Lego that's like the size of my wall that's yep. Indiana Jones, but only for the sense of them getting a picture of who they are in the story, that they are history hunters, not necessarily yep. like super like Crystal Skull or anything like that. Well, because I was thinking... We don't you, talk about that movie. You could, Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist. Um, you can... It's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, you could, though, have it wrapped in... Uh, each other by having Indiana Jones like something happens to him where then you need to return him back to the old time or oh, yeah. whatever that and that's cool. he's flying through space or getting he's oh something happens around. to the character in the second theme that restores him for the first theme which will actually be the next well, year Ooh, bing, 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 bing. we have a winner, yeah. Yeah. winner there it is there you go Awesome. Well, you want to end us, Jamie, with uh, a CD-ROM story and maybe a game you've been playing? What do you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. as you know, I'm teaching this 4-5 combo. And, of course... Wait, what? You are? Four, five, I know. Uh, and with oh. that, that means that I have to get all the fifth grade curriculum because I don't have any of that stuff. So, mm -hmm. I get boxes and boxes and boxes of curriculum just dropped in my room. And I start unpacking and finding places. And it just is a bit of a bummer because I can only pack up a few things out of my fourth grade curriculum. So now I have two giant, like, bulk amounts of curriculum. So I'm going through the fifth grade stuff and I'm kind of unpacking it and putting it away. And lo and behold, I have this wonderful CD-ROM uh, mm, that like goes with my math CD-ROM. Like the machine itself, like the big machine. No, a no, CD. The actual like, CD-ROM like, that you would put oh, into a, a computer. Disc. Oh gosh. Yeah. Which we don't even have um, these drives anymore. Like, yes. What? <laughs> we don't even have. Well, my device has not had a CD-ROM in it for probably. I mean, the the last like, device it just doesn't have that. Um, so yeah, here's what it looks like. CD-ROM. Uh, <laughs> cool. um, and what it says on the back, just you know. It says the minimum requirements are Windows XP Vista, Ooh, Windows wow. 7. Yeah. Yep. Um, it needs to have a CD-ROM drive. 
and then a Mac OS 10.2 or higher. Oh, oh, it was Mac OS 10 already. You know, that's, you know. That's I mean, bad. it's fine. Wow. Yeah, no, and so yeah. I had to send, I took a picture of this, and I sent it to the director of technology. And I said, so are we going back to the dark ages? The new devices that we're going to be getting over the summer, is it going to have a CD-ROM so I can use my CD-ROM? I was going to say, you should have just requested, like a, a formal request okay. for a CD-ROM drive. Where is my CD-ROM? Yeah. So, um, I need this. Yeah, and what's funny about it is that it doesn't even look like the curriculum that matches my current curriculum. It looks like a different curriculum. Oh, cool. So they just sent me some rando CD-ROM that now I just, I, ha I feel like it needs to be displayed. Yeah. You could uh, hang it on a string and have it spin and, you know, Maybe that's my award to kids at yeah. the end of the year. There you go. Yeah. Here you yep. go. You get or just put it outside your window to, to like, disperse the, the birds. Yeah. So say we are a tech-forward classroom. Yeah. And then yeah. have the CD-ROM out there for the world to <laughs> Written see. Written by <laughs> Open AI. That's yes. Crazy. That's really yeah. funny. Well, what you been playing lately, Jamie? Okay. Well, this harkens back to my last week of school, which seems like eons ago. Uh, but mm. in addition to <laughs> the other board game that I talked about last week, we played another one called Ubongo 3D. Ubongo. Ubongo. 3D? Yes. There's a okay. regular and a 3D version. And What, what makes it 3D? Well, in the, the regular version, the pieces are just flat kind of Tetris pieces. In the 3D mm -hmm. version, they fit together like a puzzle, and they're three-dimensional. Oh, Which that's makes cool. it harder, actually. So I kind of wish we had the other one, but that's all right. So, um, <laughs> all right, so break it down. Today. So what do the students get? How yeah, does it work? Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, yeah so uh, we had enough. It's basically a four-player game, but you could play two to four players, I would say. And the way it mm -hmm. works is there are these different um, little cards that each person gets, and it's all color-coded. So there's four levels of difficulty. And it looks a little like a Tetris board. So you have like a, a board. It's also got um, kind of like a, a clue kind of um, menu on the side. So you roll a die. Mm -hmm. And then depending on the, the number that you roll, you have to build the shape that using these specific pieces that it tells you. You have to build the shape so that it covers the little card in that shape oh, in a three-dimensional okay. way. Yeah. And you only have a minute to do it. Ooh, I like and so, games. yeah, it's kind of fun. So it's a very quick game. Each student has a different card. So they're all building different things with different pieces, but they each have their own set of pieces. Then if they're the first person to build it correctly, they yell out Ubongo, and then they get yes. a gem piece. If they mm -hmm. build it, but they're not the first person, they still yell out Ubongo, and then they get a different colored piece. And then if they don't make mm -hmm. it in time, they don't get any rewards at all. Do they yell Ubongo? No. They oh, just, they no. yell nothing oh, well, because they're they trying have to build to. it they just, as a punishment. They're just quiet. They're not allowed I to know. Talk. Got it. So that would be like <laughs> one round. Then the second round, you they can either keep their card, and then hopefully they'll roll a different thing, and they have to build... Uh, the same shape with different pieces, or they can get a new mm -hmm. card, build a different shape. And I like so that because each card, it looks like, has 
depending on the number roll is how which pieces you're going to use to complete the set. Yeah. So that could yeah. be used multiple times. It's not like you're going to learn it and then know it for next yeah there's just no way and then each each board or each card has two sides so one side is harder Mm. than the other but there's four different levels of difficulty so like the green one i believe is the easiest one um yeah dibs i call dibs on green Mm -hmm. it's a good one i want i want orange and so basically they just play until there aren't any more gems and then when they're done they count up which gems they acquired Mm-hmm. Got it. So. That's cool. And you it's have like 47 one. copies of this because of the school district or We whatever? had enough so that um, you could actually, well, if you had four play, four people playing in a game, two classes could play simultaneously. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. we had plenty yeah. playing And you games. can play it on your own too. That's you cool. could, yeah. It would be very Well, and the 3D adaptable. looks way better because it's not little pieces of cardboard. It's like actual blocks. That's true. Yeah. And they're very yeah. solid. They're real nice pieces. Um, the cards are very sturdy. The gems are kind of cool. The only thing I could see, you know, students really getting attached to those gems and maybe wanting to pocket some of those. Or I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah. Or And then also they're very small, so keeping track of those. So I actually had to open up all of the boxes at the end to make sure that there were the correct number of gems because it's all calibrated yeah. so that it it's balanced when they go to add up the gems at Smart. the end. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. But it's a fun one. Well, guys, you know, whether you've started summer like us or st- almost there like Fabian. Almost. Uh, two days. Yeah. Hang in there. But and coming. we're so glad that you're part of our Rebel Teacher Alliance community. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything we talked about. If you have an idea, throw it out to us on Twitter. Uh, just tag us in it and uh, we will respond. Um, and uh, we're just so glad that you guys uh, came back for another week. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Good job.